Hello, and welcome to the first edition of the Wandering Coach Podcast. My name is Justin Lind, and in this episode, I'm joined, as I will quite often, be by my buddy Brandon Brooks. The plan for this first podcast was to sit down with the microphone running and just uh, see what happened. We were unable to accommodate dual microphones at the time when we did this recording, so we sat down in front of one microphone and uh, just kind of let it flow. The first almost half hour of the conversation was just talking about a random mermaid documentary that Brandon happened to watch that day on Animal Planet, I believe, maybe National National Geographic. And uh, once we got pretty far into that, we decided to switch gears, talk about some stuff that we actually meant to talk about, and that's when we got into some of this supplementation uh, for mood improvement and also uh, sleep improvement. So, uh, that's where this recording will pick up. I'm recording this little intro a day or two later, and we're going to edit in about the last 45 minutes of that first recording, uh, call that episode one, and perhaps I will release the mermaid story uh, as a second little fun episode after this. Um, but yeah, uh, got a new computer, got a new stereo mixer. The quality of these things is going to go up uh tremendously as we figure out how to use our new equipment but for now enjoy the first one and uh stay tuned for the rest thank you (laughs) all right let's get into some of the uh stuff that we plan on talking about so um, yeah eyeball topic well we're 27 minutes in maybe i'll split this into two uploads and we'll have an episode one and an episode two and i'm i'm uh actually unsure on how long um or how, what kind of file size I can upload anyways. I think we should try um, to focus on keeping them reasonably short too. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like when an I listen, hour would be a good would be like a, a good goal. would be like the most we probably okay. want. And I think well, maybe we'll split this into two. So this one is um, just hit 28 minutes here um, and let's let's switch gears. Um, so I guess we'll do introductions and call this actually beginning of the first episode <laughs> so the plan right now is to call it the wandering coach and i guess for now we'll call it the wandering coaches and um i'm justin lind and uh I'll, i mean i'll let you say your own no, name no dude you that. gotta do this like wayne's world and with with me as always is yeah, garth you know what i mean with me as always um <laughs> with me for the first time i guess uh, it's Brandon Brooks, and uh, we, as this grows, maybe we'll come up with a theme song or a little tagline to say at the you know beginning, what I, you know what and do. Uh, we'll do do something to increase the production value, but the plan for this very first one, um, especially based on some of the stuff that we have both been listening to, um, the latest Joe Rogan Experience podcast had uh, Dr. Rhonda Patrick on. I don't know the number of it offhand. Four seventy something, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. They, they come up with four sixty something. Yeah, it's up every five days. It's up in the four sixty something, days. maybe. But anyways, um, she she spoke uh, a lot about stuff that you have been experiment. Actually, I guess both of us a little bit, um, particularly tryptophan. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was pretty big on it. Um, spoke a long time on tryptophan, but also vitamin D and. Um, both of us have been using tryptophan, I guess, for slightly different reasons here for the past maybe four or five weeks. That's less and than that for me, like two or three about, weeks or something a, like about that. About four or five weeks yeah. for me. I started using um, 
this stuff called Cocoon. It's a progenics protein powder that has casein and then also tryptophan in it. And it's a nighttime protein powder supposed to aid in recovery because you get the slow release protein of casein. But then also um, has a pretty high dose of L-tryptophan in it. Um, and they actually don't even tell you what the dosage is, which is kind of troubling because I'd like to know. It just lists it as an ingredient and they don't even list how many milligrams um, are in it at all. But basically... Um, well, that's where I come in. I put, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I started using this stuff um, just more out of curiosity. The gym started carrying it and I started using it. And I don't necessarily know about the recovery. I tend to re recover pretty well anyways, and I don't work out like crazy anymore. So I don't find myself... Uh, Dude, our workouts are fucking savage. <laughs> <laughs> but when I started using this, we weren't on this program. So maybe that'll be the topic of the next one. Is this is ten the program? Is the 10,000 swing program yeah. yeah but um i what was i saying oh yeah i don't find myself terribly under recovered that often anymore so i don't really know about the recovery aid that i felt from this but certainly as far as the uh sleeping goes this stuff knocks me out mm. the first couple of nights i had it when i wasn't ready for it especially if you have it kind of later if you have a relatively early dinner and then drink this stuff later when it's more or less on an empty stomach um or it at least not a full stomach. This stuff knocks me out like crazy. Like I'll, I'll drink a mug of it, and 15, 20 minutes later, I can hardly walk myself down the hallway. Um, I'm like holding on to the wall because I feel like I'm, I'm just going <laughs> to fall asleep in place and fall over. Um, and I barely make it in my bed and fall over and fall asleep within five seconds Jesus. of getting myself horizontal. And I, I have a pretty easy time of falling asleep anyways. Um, but I don't. And any of my friends we'll that listen about. to this yeah. can attest to my... Uh, my falling asleep pretty easily in any situation. But yeah, so, so I started using this stuff and I don't know if it was because of this cocoon or you doing research on they some were, of the they mood altering. They were parallel yeah. path. They were parallel path. So it had nothing, you you doing it had nothing to do with right. what I was doing and right. what I was doing had nothing to do with what you were doing. Right. You started exploring um, sort of mood mood improving supplementation. No, but that was like a side, side effect. effect. Okay. Yeah, it was a side effect because... So just this sleep, uh, just a sleep thing. Okay. Yeah, just a sleep thing. Yeah. So I guess I guess go ahead and uh, and kind of tell the story of that journey. Yeah, dude, fucking journey is right. So, um, so I've been trying to deal with uh, personal trauma in my life. I mean, it's like to put it mildly, yeah. um, personal emotional trauma. Yeah, just we'll fucking just, just yeah, you know, <laughs> just but just to let people know, like. It's not. It's not like someone died, but it kind of feels like uh, my best friend died, and it's really, really tough. And when you have that kind of um, emotional trauma and stress, like adapting to it becomes very difficult because you're not used to it. Like, it's not like uh, you know taking a test when you're in, in college where you're like, oh, okay, well I know that the stress that comes along with it, and I've practiced this again and again and again. Right. You sometimes you get thrown. And these you know there's a temporary. Uh, yeah, right, right, and and you know like you yeah exactly you know there's a temporary aspect like you know in the end it doesn't really matter but sometimes life throws you curveballs and you can kind of get to a point where you're like well I don't really see myself coming out of this or or I don't know what to do and so I'm in one of those right now I'm still in one of those things and uh, one of the consequences that comes with uh, traumatic injuries is you lose the ability to sleep and when you lose the ability to sleep it's like being a crazy person like oh, absolutely. you know 
you know that you're not doing it's things a form correctly. Of torture. Yeah, it is. It is. A, yeah, yeah. Sleep you know, deprivation is sleep absolutely. Deprivation yeah. is is no joke. Yeah, you can break someone even more. So it sucks because it can cause it, all sorts of psychotic states. Exactly. And when boy, people are sleep deprived. I feel it, man. Sometimes I'll be <laughs> sometimes I'll be up at like one o'clock in the morning after sleeping for like 15 minutes and be like, oh my god, I know I'm not gonna be able to fall back to sleep. And anyway, so that's really really tough. And uh, and you know if you try to read like a self help pamphlet or book or something like that. They're like, they, the, the advice they give you is so meaningless. It's like, hey, bud, take care of yourself. Well, well fuck you, man. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I kind of get that. Like, I'm trying to take care of myself. And so, but like, you know, the, the things that, that do kind of make you take care of yourself are, you know, make sure that you're, you know, eating the right foods. Like, you don't want to be eating, uh, you know, a bunch of, I don't know, junk food. And you don't want to be drinking too much. But trust me, when you don't sleep, you start to drink. Um, <laughs> And, you know, you want to make sure you're getting plenty of exercise, but when you're not sleeping, you can't yeah, recover. Be and so your exercise impossible. becomes, yeah, it becomes like we always talk about the clients where they want to do CrossFit five days in a row. And it's like, you stupid bitch, like yeah. you got to go to sleep and you got to just chill for a little bit. But so for me, like, like I know that exercise is really beneficial, obviously, but when I started to to do more exercise, you know, get back onto three days a week, lifting weights, two days a week, doing a lot of calisthenics and body weight stuff. Uh, I could keep that up, saw really, really good gains and then completely hit the wall, like yeah. hit, hit the wall where it took me two weeks to recover from, from doing those workouts just because I couldn't sleep. And so I finally just said, okay, well, you know, there's something else. There's gotta be another way. So reading the pamphlet, eating the vegetables, doing the exercise, uh, trying to meditate, like that just wasn't doing it for me. Although the meditation helped more than, than the exercise, more than the vegetables. Uh, and so I said, okay, well, what else is out there? And like, for me, when I, like when I have been this sad, like it's when, it, when, you're, when you are so sad for so long, you become desperate and you kind of, you make deals with yourself and say, I'm, I would be willing to compromise my values uh, in order to stop feeling this way. And some of the things that, that I've kind of thought about are like, oh, would I ever take uh, mood altering medication? Like, would I go and take Zoloft or Xanax? I don't even really know what they are, but yeah. what is it? Some Pro SSRI, right? Pro something. Prozac. Oh, Prozac. Prozac, yeah. The, yeah, original, yeah. the original one, you know? Right. And, Just any of the SSRS. Right. And so, the antidepressants. and so I was like, you know what? I'm not going to, uh, I'm like, that's like, that is so scary to me. My cousin was on uh, SSRIs for two weeks to try to cure what they thought was bipolar disorder. And he just reacted negatively and he ended up killing himself. And so, you know, I really am not very interested in it. I just think it's too dangerous. And I talked to a psychiatrist and he says that that's very common. He said one out of 20 people have the opposite intended yeah. reaction. And 5%, oh, that's... That's a lot of fucking people, and I, mm -hmm. I don't need to take that risk. Well, there was something. Um, this is a one hundred percent off the off the top of my head uh, statistic, but it was uh, all statistics are made up, Justin. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it was in a recent thing that I heard, um, and I and I and I don't remember who it came from. It might have been Victor Conte, actually. Savage, yeah, yeah, um, and that guy, guy rattles off facts like. Crazy. So yeah, like knows? he's making them up, so, sir. Yeah, yeah, making them up knows? like mermaid but was, quotes. But it was something like seventy percent of the suicides in the U.S. The person was on right. antidepressants. Yeah, and, and some, it's, it's some a, staggering. And, number. and there's something that's even more bigger than that. Is like 
all of the school shootings. So it's not like 95%. It's yeah. 100% of all the school shootings. Those kids uh -huh. are all heavily medicated on the fucking SSRIs. So you yeah. want to talk about playing with playing and with the, your life. And the dosing of those things, too. There isn't really a set dose, all this kind of right. stuff. They just play with it. It's just like a, you try this for a couple of weeks, and you mm -hmm. come back. How do you feel? Oh, it was okay. All right, well, why don't you try this? And they mix right. these different cocktails. Right. And it's very experimental and, and it's a, unscientific. Well, it's and a joke too because they're they're you know they do their clinical research on adults and then they give them to children. Yeah. They stop the clinical research after like three months as opposed to letting it run its full cycle because they they say that and this is uh, this is unbelievable for for anybody yeah. who doesn't actually under, understand how uh, medication is it's tested and then kind of like so profound that, that they need we to have rush to. It to market. right. Yep. So they'll say they'll say that. Uh, it's unethical to withhold this solution if it could potentially save someone's life. Therefore, we're not going to finish the trial and we're going to have the FDA approve our drugs and start selling it on the fucking internet and put put commercials on TV where people don't know any better. Like yeah. People still think that Cheerios is a healthy option for them to eat for breakfast because it's on TV all the time. You know, Cheerios is my favorite example of the pseudo-intellectual bullshit that gets onto the television that people take a, with a grain of salt and just say it's correct. And very, very smart people. Like, we, got, we know a guy, yeah. he's got a PhD, and he didn't know that beans had starch in them. Like, yeah. what a stupid <laughs> bitch. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. Okay, so anyway, let's see if we can yeah, kind of bring to, this back to back topic, to the okay? Back side so, of stuff. Yeah, so, you know, I, uh, I was searching for a solution, and I didn't know what the solution is, but for, for me and, my, and everything that I do, I'm just going to keep looking until I find it because giving up is the first sign of failure. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, if I, if I stop looking, then I'm just fucking done, and I might as well just well, take— Well, it's choosing failure. It is, yeah, it is, yeah. It's you see, yeah, failure, it's right? true. It's just like we talked about uh, all the time. Like you either have the will or you don't have the will. Mm -hmm. You know, you can argue to say that you know I, I'm okay. Well, I'm, I'm defeated, and then you, yeah, you're defeated, dude. You yeah. lose. You, you, you lose going in. Um, and so I didn't want to fucking give up because I, I remember being happy, and I, I'm really, <laughs> a really good time when I was happy. You know what I mean? And so. I kept looking. I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna tell. You, I'm gonna start doing some research on vitamins. And first thing I read, I was like, okay, so what? Do, what are some vitamins that help you fall asleep? And you know, uh, Justin was talking about cocoon. There's some other vitamin supplementation out there that is called uh, 5-HTP, mm -hmm. which is something for for all intents and purposes. As far as I knew, it was something. Yeah. Um, and then there's it has the unique ability of being able to cross the blood-brain barrier, mm -hmm. I believe. And so things that we take in that eventually are going to be turned into serotonin go to 5-HTP first, and that's how it crosses into the brain, and then it's converted into serotonin. Right, and so that was all, but, but see, yeah, and that, that all is completely meaningless to me, at least in my journey, because what I was hoping for was 5-HTP to convert into melatonin, right, Right, which it also does. So it mm -hmm. does serotonin, it does melatonin, we'll talk about that here in a second, too, Um but, uh, you know, so I was like, okay, well, I'll take the 5-HTP and I'll let my body try to convert that. You know, I'll make sure that I'm doing, you know, the, the things that I'm supposed to be doing, like not drinking, uh, not eating too late at night, trying to turn my blue light sources off, um, all these different things. I'll just try. I'll just try and see what, see what happens. And so I said, okay, well, if I'm going to take 5-HTP and I want it to turn into melatonin, I might as well take some fucking melatonin because they sell that at GNC as right. well, you know? <laughs> and, so, exactly. like, and so I was already taking it. You know, I was taking a fucking massive dose of melatonin. Right. and um, But that's something that I think you build up a little bit of a... Uh, I don't think so. A I little think bit of a tolerance, I, too. I, maybe, maybe not, but... Uh, 
but your body won't downregulate its own production of melatonin if you take if you supplement with it. It's not like taking testosterone. Uh, okay. So you might be able to be able to function under the influence, but I still think you're going to be tired. You know. Okay. And so, like, I was taking this approach. So I was like, okay, I'm going to take the 5-HTP. I'm going to take the melatonin. And then when I was at GNC, I was like, oh, they have they have sustained release melatonin. Because what melatonin does is what melato- melatonin helps you induce sleep. It doesn't help you sustain sleep. And so I figured like, okay, I'm going to I'm going to give myself a better chance of re-inducing sleep by taking right. a time released or a sustained released version of melatonin. So I was taking both. And uh, then I was also saying like, okay, well, what else do I need to to take to, to help me fall asleep. And so I was taking ZMA and it's yep. because magnesium is supposed to be very important for helping you sleep. And amongst other things. Yeah, amongst other things. And so it was to make sure I was taking I think I take um, I take about eight thousand IUs of vitamin D a day, which I know I know you only, you don't need that much vitamin D, but I I have heard that you might need up to ten thousand uh, IU a day. So Figured take eight, save save a couple bucks, you know. I'm already doing four times what normal people recommend anyway, so I might yeah, as well exactly. just see. And if I don't absorb it, fuck it, I don't care. I'd spend anything. Like I said, I would even I was even considering taking SSRIs. And so like if I can't afford vitamin D, then I'm giving up, dude. Right. You know what I mean? Like and I'm not giving up. So yeah, well, and priorities. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I uh, save your money elsewhere. I I did that for a little bit, and I. It, it kind of worked, you know, maybe kind of worked. And to give you an idea, everything when you talk about vitamins is really, really important to know the, the dosage that you're taking, right? And this is something that I had to come to learn. And if you don't understand the doses that are required for vitamin supplementation, the cost that you're going to uh, outlay is astronomical, you know, because you'll end up buying the 100 milligram 5-HTP from nature's beauty and it's going to cost you $32 for 60 pills or 30 pills. And that is ridiculous. So you spend $32 for 30 pills at hundred milligrams. That's three fucking grams of something for $30. That's like more expensive than some street drug that I don't know how much it costs $30 for 30 for three grams. Yeah. Who knows? It's like gold, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's expensive as expensive as gold. And, uh, and they can get it from people because that's the game. You know what I mean? Like if people like me want to feel better, they'll pay anything for it. And so, sure. and so uh, in another aspect of this journey for me comes with the emotional trauma is also financial setbacks. So part of having my best friend die is also that uh, she was, you know, she and I were uh, paying for things together. And so now I'm paying for everything by myself. And so now I'm now, if I'm making mistakes and buying my vitamins, um, that's going to be very costly. And and so, GNC, I'm not, I don't work for GNC or something, but let me just tell you, those guys have a great return policy. If you don't like any of their supplementation, <laughs> you can bring back an empty bottle within 30 days, and they give you 100% of your money back. So, uh, don't you know they're not the most knowledgeable people there. But if you're knowledgeable and you go in there, you can take take a lot of risk away from taking uh, new vitamins. Um, and so I started doing more research about vitamins. And I said, okay, well, what the fuck is 5-HTP? And so I was taking 200 milligrams time-released uh, HTP. I was taking 6 milligrams of melatonin and 3 milligrams of uh, sustained-released melatonin. I was taking, like I said, 8,000 IUs of vitamin D 
and I was also taking, what else was I taking? ZMA. ZMA. I was taking something where I was getting the equivalent of 400 milligrams. Whatever it took to get 400 milligrams of magnesium, that's how many of the, the ZMA pills I was taking. I think it was three, but... Uh, but you'd have yeah, to look at knows. your own. You'd have to look at your own things. I wasn't paying attention to the zinc because I hadn't found that to be important, and I wasn't paying attention to the A, which I, I don't even know what it is. But I wanted the M, and uh, <laughs> and I know that 400 milligrams is about what I can take. If you ever take 800, I don't think the A actually stands for anything. What is this? What do you think it's there it's, for? It's it's an association. No, ZMA <laughs> is just kind of a trade name. I think it it is three ingredients, and Maybe I, I was and I believe the third is B3. So B3, so ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know, B3 is a, uh, another form of, uh, uh, another, another term for it is called niacin. And niacin actually well, is something. Well, maybe it's B6 then. It's not niacin. Okay. Well, anyway, so I'm, I'm glad he mentioned niacin, though, because I take a tremendous amount of niacin. Niacin is a, a natural antidepressant, and, uh, and people, can, people can take it in, you know, the small dose of like 50 milligrams. I think the USDA recommendation is something like 15 milligrams a day or five milligrams a day i'm taking 1500 milligrams a day um because it, it's all like i said it, it, it also helps you sleep and it's an antidepressant and so that's something that i should mention is very important feel feel free to give that a shot too so anyway uh that that kind of cocktail of shit kind of works sort of works but i was still sad all the time and still really depressed and still really not sleeping that well like sleeping two hours three hours something like that and still going relatively crazy and so i started doing more research about what it was i was taking what i was hoping to accomplish and then i was reading a book by a guy whose name is uh, dr andrew, andrew saul yeah. and he's not md he's phd He's what they call an orthomolecular biologist. He's a fucking genius. You should check him out. Um, I think his website is doctoryourself.com or fireyourdoctor.com, one of those two. Yeah, and like so what, what I got from him was he ex kind of explained what you're actually trying to do when you're taking these vitamins. And one thing that he had mentioned that I was missing was that you need vitamin B6 and you need vitamin C in massive quantities or else nothing else even matters. I could have been taking a handful of 5-HTP, but if I wasn't taking it with vitamin B6 and if I wasn't taking it with vitamin C, then I wasn't going to get any of the benefit. And he also talked about how 5-HTP, while great, is very expensive. That's what it is. It is B6 and ZMA because it aids in the absorption of magnesium and zinc. That's mm -hmm. why it's in there. Well, B6 actually turns out is, uh, is one of the things that helps activate all types of transport properties, you know, so it's, it's uh, and, and, and it's not just for magnesium and zinc, it's actually for everything. So after reading this guy's book, I changed my diet, I'm sorry, my, my supplementation, because let me get back to the HTP. He recognizes 5-HTP, while also rare, is also extremely expensive. And, um, and he mentioned that if you wanted to get the benefits of 5-HTP, all you needed to do is change your diet so that you had a high... Uh, diet in L-tryptophan and everybody thinks of L-tryptophan because of turkey and it makes you right. fall asleep and it turns out it's in a lot of different things and, and um, beans especially, any dark poultry meat, it's in um, brewer's yeast which I'm not even really sure what that is but I know that they sell it at GNC and I also know that they don't sell L-tryptophan at GNC and that's shocking right there's like 81 vitamins and minerals that are essential and there are 22 amino acids and they didn't have one of them and I was shocked by it and that's fine 
because it turned out to be a better solution for me anyway. So I went on Amazon.com and they have L-tryptophan there and uh, the doses that people need to take to have the type of uh, positive um, mood enhancing, sleep enhancing results are three doses of 500 milligrams spread throughout the day taken preferably on an empty stomach or right after after you've partially digested your food and then one and a half grams so 1500 milligrams at night before you go to sleep and it's super super interesting so you need to take those with vitamin b6 and you need to take them with vitamin c every single time so that means you're taking vitamin b6 every like all throughout the day and vitamin c all throughout the day and not small doses not this bullshit minimum recommended dose to prevent scurvy of 60 milligrams per day, at least a thousand milligrams, four, five, six, up to 10 times a day. It seems like a lot, but you know, look how, look how sick people are. You know what I mean? Like, look, look how unhealthy people are. And we're taking recommendations that are saying like, yeah, you can just be, you can, you can avoid disease like that cripples you right. uh, and makes you like into a mutant if you take 60 milligrams a day. So don't even bother drinking your orange juice. You guys got to get the big pack of vitamin C from Costco or right. something like that. You know what I mean? So over a week or two, you kind of developed this um, nighttime cocktail and then also this right. cocktail that you had two or three times throughout the day. Right. So why don't you break that down? Okay. So, um, so with the night – so. Let me put. Let me explain something before we get into this, because there's a reason why you're taking L-tryptophan, which we think is going to make us tired during the daytime, but then we're also taking more of it at yeah, this nighttime. Because this is really, yeah, this is really, this is really, really interesting. So, um, you know, Justin was saying, oh, you know, your body turns 5-HTP into uh, serotonin, and that's true, but it also tr tr uh, creates melatonin, and it also does things to help create uh, dopamine. And so these are kind of buzzwords that everybody knows. When we were talking about SSRIs, that's a selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor. That means that we're trying to affect the level of serotonin in our brain. Uh, we, you heard me talk about melatonin. That's a, something that is a natural sleep inducer. And dopamine, everybody associates dopamine with dopamine receptors because that's why people get hooked on drugs because yeah. that's what makes you feel pleasure. So if I can do the serotonin, which is going to make me happy, do the dopamine, which is going to give me pleasure, and the melatonin, which is going to make me sleep, while it's also converting to 5-HTP, which is helping me make all of those things too, then that's going to be the, the, the critical reason why I'm taking so much L-tryptophan and why I'm, we're making a, an entire podcast about this because it's just fucking super important and super interesting and people should know about it, but they don't because drug companies can't make any money off of it. <laughs> And Dr. Andrew Saul says a great line. He says, uh, yeah, vitamins make a lot of sense, but they don't make a lot of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the things that's really uh, interesting about uh, how your body processes L-tryptophan is that the stimulation that your body takes from your environment determines whether or not you're going to be producing serotonin, dopamine, or melatonin, or 5-HTP. And you might have mentioned, you might have remembered me mentioning when I was saying, okay, well, I'm going to make sure that I don't eat too late. I'm not going to drink too much. I'm going to turn my blue light sources off and I'm going to meditate and then I'm going to help me go to sleep. Well, it turns out that blue light is something that's very like uh, unnatural for us to have exposure to in the ways that we have exposure to it. So, you know, sun goes up, sun goes down. That's how we evolve. Blue light comes when we have white light from the sun uh, kind of 
what do they call it? Disperse, disperse throughout the atmosphere in like a prismatic effect. Hold on, I'm gonna get my dog quiet. Hey, <laughs> be quiet. I can hear her. Uh, her, her nails feet. clicking. <laughs> it's radiating up to the table. Under the so, any, so anyway, like, uh, so blue light only comes when the sun is basically over our head because when the sun is kind of at an angle, then we see red light, right? You guys know the sun sets red, blue, day, mm -hmm. red, almost dark, dark, dark. Um, so when your body, you, you know, sees the sun go down, you start creating melatonin, you start to feel tired, and then you go to sleep. Well, we've kind of fucked ourselves because we watch a lot of TV. We have LCD, LED displays. We use fluorescent light bulbs. And those are almost full-spectrum light, which means red, green, blue, and every combination that those three primary colors can make for us. So when I said turn off your blue light, what am I talking about? I mean, well, go to candlelight, and that, has, that doesn't have your blue wavelength in it. Turn your cell phone off. Turn your laptop off. These type of things actually will keep your body from producing natural melatonin and uh i think it's up to four hours they say yeah and so when, when i had significant exposure to blue light it takes up to four hours for your body to start producing melatonin right so everyone that's flipping through their phone right before you lie your head down and go to bed you're not doing yourself any favors right 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 um it's like drinking a cup of coffee you know, I mean, you might, might, might as well be. What you're doing is essentially you're stimulating your brain and telling it to not go to sleep. You take caffeine, you're saying stimulate your brain. Right. Or it's like getting into a fight or working out really late at night and then not being able to go to sleep. So your brain pays attention to these different type of uh, stimulation. And so when you're taking the serotonin throughout the day, you're not actually even going to feel tired. So that's why you can eat a turkey sandwich on like a Monday afternoon and be okay. But if you eat turkey uh, at you know, Thanksgiving late at night, you fall asleep. During the day, your body will take the L-tryptophan and uh, metabolize it into serotonin and dopamine, which is what makes you feel happy. And then at night, when you need the melatonin and uh, the 5-HTP, then melatonin, then your body, with the lack of stimulation of blue light, will turn the L-tryptophan into melatonin. So very, very fascinating stuff and very, very um, useful and important. And uh, one thing that I'll say, too, is that it's cheap. Um, so like I said, 5-HTP, you could take 100, you could get a bottle of, uh, you know, three total grams for $30 at, uh, at Rite Aid or GNC or something like that. Well, if you guys go online to, what's that website I found? It's called Herb Store USA. And I don't work for them either. <laughs> but, uh, but they're down in Riverside, California, and I don't really know too much about them. I've only bought one bag of uh, L-tryptophan from them, but I bought, I think, 100 grams or 150 grams. So I'm talking 30 times. Yeah, a big bag of it. Th yeah, thir it's not even that big. They send it to you like you're a Colombian drug dealer, too. It's awesome. You look like... You feel like, uh, I don't know, Scarface or something. Yeah, it's just a little... It's just a little packet. Ziploc baggie mm -hmm. of... Uh, but it's like, I bought like 100 grams or 150 grams for like less than uh, 25 bucks. And, um, and it started working for me right away. I will say one more thing too, though. There are a couple things that I learned from Dr. Andrew Saul that were really, really important. One is that to have proper brain function, you need to have something called, ly uh, what is it, uh, lysine, right? Mm -hmm. And, uh, or no, lecithin. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, you need to have yeah, you need to, with it. yeah you need to have lecithin <clears throat> because your brain is composed about thirty percent of its matter is lecithin, um, and uh, and so you need to take a fucking massive whack of this when you go into sleep with your one and a half grams of uh, tryptophan. So I'll take four tablespoons of lecithin 
and I'll put it into either hot tea or hot cocoa and with the L-tryptophan and then that is kind of the the nighttime solution and I still take some other stuff too like of course I have to take vitamin b6 I have to take vitamin c I still take fish oil because you need to have enough omega-3s uh, throughout the day so I'll actually take fish oil three times a day um, and one thing that was really interesting uh, that I learned I think I probably learned it from you first and then I read it from this guy was that uh you actually need sugar to help move this shit around in your body. And so Justin used to tell me, uh, take, a, take a spoonful of organic, locally grown honey before you go to sleep, and it will help you go to sleep. And I'm like, well, I'm paleo, bitch. Like, I'm not going to do that because I didn't understand it. There was just like, it was just like an old wives' tale at that point. But, uh, but then it turns out there are mechanisms that require carbohydrates to move things, especially into the brain. And so uh, that's why... I get the benefit of drinking hot chocolate with my L-tryptophan and my uh, lecithin, and uh, and I go from there. And there's other things too, like if you guys are thinking that paleo is the end-all, be-all, guess what? You guys are totally wrong. Like I stayed away from soy lecithin forever because it's made out of soy, and I hate soy. Don't get me wrong, I hate GMO. I don't want to get uh, what is it called, gynecomastia or something like that. Bitch tits. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get that, and I don't want uh, to eat a lot of soy. I don't want a lot of these, like, uh, pseudoestrogens to make my voice be any uh, higher than it is. And so I stayed away from it, but I was wrong. And it's because it's too proud. Try to, say, try to sit on the soapbox of paleo, and boy. I, I think you can get sunflower lecithin. Maybe. That's out there, but I'm, I'd be willing to bet that soy lecithin is significantly cheaper. Ten bucks for the big bottle. Yeah. Yeah. I and know. it's it's readily available everywhere. I've seen it at mm-hmm. Lassen's. I've seen it at GNC and Vitamin Shop. Mm-hmm. I've seen yeah. it at Whole Foods. It comes in granules, and almost every supplement brand sells a big bottle of it. And it doesn't dissolve very well. Yeah. Um, so when well, you're going kind of like little little chia seed almost type or things. kernels, yeah. Yeah, so Some like orange kernels. the key is if you're going to kind of grossed out by like drinking chia seeds or something like that, if you put it into hot tea or hot chocolate, give it a little bit and it'll dissolve. It becomes an emulsifier. It makes the, the solution actually silky and creamy. That's why they use it in chocolate yeah, and hot chocolate. That's and what they use it for. Yeah, they, they use it as an emulsifier. Mm-hmm. And if you don't protein know, powders and chocolates and that kind of stuff. If you don't know what an emulsifier is, try to think about balsamic dressing. So your yeah. olive oil is a, as an emulsifier in the balsamic dressing. So all that means is that you have one uh, liquid or solution that holds another liquid or solution in kind of its uh, – in its in a steady state you know so that's why balsamic is creamy mayonnaise is another uh uh, example of an emulsification so uh you know that's all it is it just keeps the separate keeps the liquids from separating right right yeah 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 keeps so if you put oil and vinegar and you shake it up it's gonna eventually separate but if you emulsify it right blend it real real hard then it stays in uh that creamy state. And I will apologize for talking fast, and if I use too much scientific terms, it, it, I, I apologize for that too. Um, you know, Justin and I are both uh, both engineers, and so we deal with scientific terms all the time, and maybe we kind of forget that even something simple like an emulsification might be. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe like, what, what are these bitches talking about? Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's fascinating. Yeah. Um, sweet. Well, just. Um, Real quick, what are the exact dosages of your – so throughout the day. Okay, yeah. So, what's that cocktail? So throughout the day, I'll take 
and I'd like so in the morning, so I eat breakfast, and my breakfast normally involves between four and eight ounces of meat, and I know Justin's gonna make fun of me here, but f- at least four eggs, <laughs> or I'll make a like a quiche like casserole, and I end up eating somewhere around eighty or ninety grams of protein in the morning. Um, and then I try my best to, you know, get a couple pieces of fruit or something, something, but God, that's tough when you're eating, eating that much protein in the morning. And then, so after that, then I'll take half of my vitamin D, which like I said, is about 4,000 I use. I'll take, uh, two capsules of fish oil. I take the, the Kirkland brand fish oil from Costco. It has 684 milligrams of EPA DHA in it. So what is that? 1.25 is one, one and a quarter grams of uh, EPA DHA. A uh, thousand milligrams of vitamin C. I take a, a what they call like a super B complex, uh, which has all the vitamin Bs, but it has at least a hundred milligrams of vitamin B6. And I don't really care about anything else. I'm just taking it for the vitamin B6. Uh, I'll take um, God. What else? What else goes along with that cocktail? I take uh, one gram of the tryptophan L- and the lecithin are in it. Right. Well, I actually know you. So I take the. I only take the the lecithin at night. At night. Oh, okay. At night. But uh, during the day, I'll take. Um, I'll take. I'll, I'll grab a, a container of green tea and I'll put a further uh, 2.25 grams of vitamin C crystals with uh, my tryptophan. Shake that up and drink that. And um, what else am I with taking? Some more B6. No, that's oh, that? the same day. It was, uh, okay. That's taken it the same time, and then I'll take that exact same thing again after I eat lunch. And my right lunch will often, my lunch will often be the be something similar as as much fat and protein as possible. So, three pieces of chicken and an avocado, and you know, munch on carrots throughout the day or something like that. And then at night, that would be another fascinating episode. Is our personal uh, munching on carrots? No, just our personal diet, kind of. Uh, thing yeah figured out through experimentation we, we both seem to have settled on something that works relatively well and what's what i really like about <laughs> what i settled on is that uh i f- I, I feel it changes often enough you know what i mean because mm-hmm. i'm definitely a, the frugal kind of gourmet type of person where you know if i go to the farmer's market i'm not going to be picky about what i'm going to get i'm going to get the cheapest freshest right biggest bunch of greens and that's going to be fine you know like and and so you know uh going there go to underwood farms i don't work for underwood farms either but um (laughs) but i'm promotional uh, but yeah but the thing is the thing is is that i'm very specific because i you know i i go there and i won't go anywhere else you know like i'm not i'm not telling you to go just to the farmer's market i'm saying go to the stall at the end of the second row that's on the left hand side and (laughs) make sure you get the carrot cart because they'll save you even more money but But uh, mine's almost full. I have like five bucks left, so I'll probably get some free stuff. I've week. got, I found, so I, I was cleaning up my house and I found one, yeah. and it was, it's, it's, it matches exactly. So if you take the two cards and flip one kind of upside down, it forms the Tetris cube that makes all twenty-five five-dollar squares complete, awesome. and they'll take both and give me the ten dollars nice. in free, free stuff nice. next week, man. Um, but yeah, so like for me, like I, I am not picky, and so like if you look at my, you know desktop or countertop right now i've got you know six pounds of oranges and lemons and limes and avocados from my favorite citrus grower because that's just 50 cents a pound and that's a lot of fruit that you can get for really really cheap and i'll buy that until some other fruit comes into season like we just got done with the persimmon season Mm -hmm. we're gonna get into some probably what are we getting into next strawberries coming in the Mm -hmm. summer 
but then we'll get into they start coming like late spring and then well i don't it, really know what what thrives well, in the spring i don't really know Probably either. a lot of things i mean springtime harvest is kind of like the stereotypical harvest time right i don't think no, so No, that's fall i'm sorry yeah spring's yeah, yeah. like planting season and so i don't know i don't know what the next great fruit is that's coming up but i do yeah. know that when summer comes around it's melon season and it's stone fruit season yeah, and that fruit. is the yeah. fucking best right. season anyway last thing so okay. just the nighttime cocktail Okay, so it, Break it's, that one down. it's it, the the big one is the is four tablespoons of soy lecithin and and one and a half uh, grams of um, L-tryptophan powder. And to give you guys an easy way to measure that, if you get the powder, that's uh, a, a flat tablespoon of L-tryptophan is about a gram and a half. Okay. Um, I mix that with either you know a fat tablespoon of honey that when I make it with tea, or if I have the hot chocolate, which I don't have right now, which if you need one cheap hot chocolate, I got a I got a story for you too on that one. Um, <laughs> Next time. <laughs> Next time. Yeah. And then I still take the same other stuff that I was taking before. So I still take the vitamin B6. I still take the the vitamin C. I still take the melatonin because I still have it and uh, might as well take it. You know what I mean? And um, uh, geez. What else? I think that does it. ZMA. Oh, the ZMA. Yeah, yeah. The ZMA. ZMA. And uh, it's good. That shit really works. I mean, the, the thing is, like, I remember the first or second day that I started doing that supplementation, I woke up happy. And I hadn't woken up. <laughs> but it doesn't sound like much, but I hadn't woken up happy in, like, three months. And to not have any compelling reason to wake up happy is uh, a revelation. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if anybody is unhappy, please don't go take some SRIs. Please give me a call. Give Justin a call. Get us in contact with you, and we'll come up with some cocktail for you of how to do this. You know what I mean? Like it. Uh, the thing is that it, it works. It works for everybody because it's a natural process. And uh, if it does take a tinker or two, well, it's the it, way that your body creates all the hormones that make you happy. Right, and then that's You're all we're trying to do. Feeding it at the source. And all and all, like we'll talk yeah. about over and over and over again is all we're doing is controlling yeah. our hormones rather than doing all these things to play with your dopamine receptors and suppress certain taking things. Taking chemical so supplements, that, so dude. That, yeah, yeah, yeah taking uh, fucking pharmaco yeah. pharmacological supplements. This is like, the way that your body yeah. produces happiness, basically. Right, yeah, it's absolutely um, true. And healthy sleep, and you're really just feeding those processes. And one thing about L-tryptophan that I thought was really fascinating from the Rhonda Patrick talk mm -hmm. was that um, if you have a big cocktail of a bunch of branch <laughs> chain amino acids. Did you know if you didn't say tail, that would have been a really funny sentence. <laughs> <laughs> but just some, some, some big bowl of branch chain aminos or, uh, <laughs> something, something like that, that, um, L-tryptophan loses to absorbing some of the other branch chain aminos so that you can actually be tryptophan deficient a little bit. Um, so there's a lot of people that mix a bunch of branch chain amino acids, either, um, mix additional in with their protein powder or a lot of their recovery powders will have a bunch of branch chain amino acids in it and that kind of stuff. So wait, so if I'm, if I'm taking too much other protein, I'm going to be potentially crowding out my yeah. tryptophan. Yeah. So huh. which is why, well, you know, through the it. absorption, um, 
other branched-chain amino acids win out mm. um, and when it's all trying to fight its way in. And um, that's one of the reasons why they say don't eat right before you go to sleep if we're doing this supplementation program. I mean, it's just right. con- it's consistent with the rest right. of the supplementation or program. Or if you're going to work out late, just know that if you take that protein shake after you do so, Interesting. you may be prote- or, um, L-tryptophan deficient, so wait a little bit, an hour or two. Hopefully you're not working out 15 minutes before you go to bed. But, um <laughs> You know, even if you finish that workout <laughs> at eight or eight thirty by ten o'clock, if you can take this right before bed, then it should be enough time that you've absorbed a good amount of what you're going to absorb from those branch chain aminos and all the other things that you took right. post workout. And uh, just do kettlebell swings at lunch. Don't be so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, maybe it's uh, it's about time to end it here. We are just about to hit the hour and ten minute mark. I might split this into two. Uploads. I think you have um, to because it would be disingenuous to have a mermaid episode. So. <laughs> That's gonna go down as zero point zero. You know yeah. what I mean? Like not even episode one. Yeah. <laughs> call it. I already had an episode zero. We'll, we'll call that that Minus one episode one. point five. Yeah. And then, and then once we get into some of this later stuff, once we do the introductions, we'll call it episode one. How funny. Um, but all right, that was a good one. Um, yeah. It was a good first one. Broke down some of this uh, this supplementation for for mood and sleep and uh it it's pretty fascinating we've both seen uh some some good success with l-tryptophan um in particular for aiding in sleep and i don't necessarily need help sleeping but uh i, I do i certainly know that it knocks me out when i take it yeah. um and if you guys haven't picked this up yet it's the sleep is about the most important thing that you're going to do yeah. uh you know, you're gonna spend it's the a base of the pyramid, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. We're we gonna talk about pyramids about next time. Build it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More conspiracy. Uh, like, you want to talk about some John Anthony a- West? Aliens uh, on the moon. Yeah. Like, come on, I'll talk about aliens in the pyramids. Yeah. All right. Well, I can I can see how these things go so long, and how yeah. when you listen to some of the Joe Rogan ones, they go two and a half, three hours, and uh, and they're with funny people. And how he always says people. that when we hit three hours, we turn into a pumpkin. Yeah. And, uh, but. Um, yeah, this was a lot of fun. We plan on doing uh, a lot more. And now that now that we work out at lunch and we have our evenings free, perhaps we can do several of these a week. Be cool. Um, especially once the audio equipment uh, shows up. If you guys didn't uh, notice that we were kind of drifting in and out further and closer to the microphone, so the audio was going up and down a little bit. We were twisting it around. Uh, we still are unable to handle multiple microphones so we're both kind of sharing one right now leaning in and out and um i've been trying to twist it back and forth so that we can get uh the most out of this but the whole thing looks like it's been pretty quiet Mm. um we've both been pretty far from the microphone and we're also not speaking directly into it so look for the level of the audio to improve uh as one we get better in at speaking into microphones and also two as we can actually have our own and have a comfortable setup so we're not both hunched in over the same mic. Yeah, and it's not that we're, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not that we're ignorant. It's just that we're impatient. Right. <laughs> not taking turns. Yeah. Leaning in, it's a little awkward to both be leaning in so close at the same time. So, But I can see when I do lean in closer, uh, I can see that the recording responds, and it does look like it's coming out much better. So uh, with that, this is the uh, episode 0.5 and episode 1 of The Wandering Coaches. And uh, stay tuned for more. Thanks for listening. Wander on.